Hey, cool dude, can I play too? Uh, uh, it's only a one-player game. Then how come it says second-player score? You're listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Nerdpunk's Second Player Score. Here we go with another episode of Second Player Speaks with us, Second Player Score, Brian, Kyle, and Dan. And uh, today's uh, theme is, we have a theme today. It's uh, iron is the theme. <laughs> don't, so don't metal. Ask, don't ask me why. It was just this random thing that, that we thought of because, well, it, starts, it started with one thing and it kind of spread to other ideas. But anyway, so we're going to be talking about three things uh, uh, that start with the word iron and uh, to kick off with the uh the music portion of the show is we're going to be talking about Iron Maiden. Yeah, love some Iron Maiden. Yeah. So um, they're actually I mean you know we can we can discuss some of our uh you know our our why we like Iron Maiden our Iron Maiden moments. Like for me Iron Maiden was actually the band that kind of got me into, you know, rock metal music in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that I I didn't I was I didn't really have much musical. T- I wasn't there. Was I, there wasn't anything in particular that I was a real fan of um, until I discovered Iron Maiden. Like mainly from the, it started with uh, Number of the Beast and Peace of Mind and stuff like that. And um, well, yeah, once once I heard that, then I was like, oh, okay, this this is you know that, this is I've discovered you know I'm home. This is where I this, yeah, is, this nice. is where I need yeah. to be. You know, this is uh, so yeah. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so I was a huge fan of them from that you know, around that time. Um, they actually came to Hawaii, and I missed that show. Uh, it was on the Power Slave tour, and I, I missed that show because I was in I was in the high school band, and we were had we had a football game because t- we played at all the football games. Oh, in the pep band. Yeah, yeah okay. The pep band. Yeah, so I, I, I so we had a yeah. we had a game that <laughs> night, the same night as a concert. Uh, but then uh, when when we you know when, when we uh, you know got to school and got on the bus to go to the to the game, I found that that all like half of the seniors, you know, like a but or not half of them, but like a, a group of seniors, who were like five or six of them. They skipped out on the game to go to the concert. Oh <laughs> I was shit! Like, oh man! <laughs> shit! Uh, so there goes your you know, D line. Yeah. Why, why, <laughs> why can I do that? And, you know. So so then I never got a chance to see Iron Maiden again until uh, re- just recently when we, as you guys remember, we went up to see them in Tacoma. Band field trip. Yeah, band field trip. Yeah, that was a couple so, years ago now. Huh? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I I was re- eventually redeemed s- several years later. <laughs> and that was a fantastic concert. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Where, where'd you? How'd you guys get uh, introduced to Maiden? And you know. Well, I mean, I, you know, of course, when I was going to high school, uh, they were huge with the metal crowd. I was not part of the metal crowd at the time. Like metal for me was, you know, kind of the hair bands, mm-hmm. the hair metal. Because um, it's you probably find this hard to believe, but I was like really into like the church and stuff at that point because my my dad was still uh, a pre had had just recently been like a minister and stuff and so uh the church we went to of course you know they let us know that that kind of stuff was satanic and you had to stay away from it of course you know and of course Mm -hmm. i listened to that shit through high school and then but you know by the time i got out of high school i was like done with the religious shit and uh started listening to stuff that i just liked right and um I, I originally heard uh, Wasted Years on Headbangers Ball. Oh. And I was immediately like, whoa, 
what have I been missing? Oh, you know? so you so came I, into the game around, uh, Somewhere in Time album then. Yes, oh, yes. That was when I was uh, originally introduced to them. Uh, my only other contact at that point had been Eddie. I loved mm-hmm. Eddie. Mm-hmm. And I had this uh, uh, door-sized poster of Eddie oh. breaking through a door that was the same color as my door. Nice. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was perfect. So, like, I put it on the back of the door, and um, I didn't tell my mom about it. And uh, she went in my room one day, and she closed the door, and I heard this scream. (laughs) 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 I'd forgot that I had put that up and not told her about it. Oh, my God. She just about lost her mind. Because, I mean, he was full size. He looked like a real dude coming through the door. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) anyway. uh, But then when I uh, was living in Tahoe, uh, then I started like going, you know, I need to really get more into this Maiden stuff. And that was when I was playing with uh, like Doctors of Bedlam and stuff, kind of my first band. Um, and um, uh, I think I had like Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. And, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, and then I, uh, well, I had one other album. I can't remember what it was. But then I got Power Slave. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that was that was everything right mm-hmm. there. That. That just sealed the deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I remember, um, I, I, so Roger and I were down at the bar one night. We were talking about the band. Uh, and um, we were living together at the same time, too. So uh, as we're driving up, back up to the house from the bar, I said, hey, listen to this. I just got this new uh, Iron Maiden. And he's like, oh, fucking Iron Maiden, whatever, you know, because he's an older dude. And, and he always thought Iron Maiden was just. Well, you know, you were going backwards in time, right? Power Slave is yes. older than. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like horrible about doing things in order. OK, OK. Yeah. So um, so we're listening to it going up to the house and uh, like second song into it. He's like, dude, what the, what the fuck is this, man? It's like it's really good. Like, OK, so. I, we just literally we parked in front of the house and we listened to the whole album right there, just smoking cigarettes and listening to Power Sleep. And nice. by the end of it, we're just like, like look at each other, like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, this was amazing. So uh, it definitely had an influence, I would say, on our playing. After that, uh, Iron Maiden definitely had an influence on uh, like what we did when we moved up here. And mm-hmm. started, and Roger and I got the band going before we met. Yeah, yeah. Definitely had an influence on on the way he played and the way I played, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Cool. Nice. How about you? <laughs> uh, it was when I was learning how to play guitar. So I never actually owned an Iron Maiden album. It was always like, I kind of stumbled into them post-Napster. So you kind of get this track, get that track. And then my guitar teacher was like, oh, okay, so here's a... Here's Wasted Years. It came from the back of a guitar world because it had all the tabs in the back of the magazine. So we're like, okay, let's try this out. It had a one-string gallop, you know, that intro. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. Hammer, pull off, hammer. Like, okay, that's pretty cool. Let's see what else they have. So then we went on to, like, um, how to gallop with, like, the the trooper, you know, that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was more like trying to figure out their guitar techniques, and then you dive into the song, then you dive into the band, and then, like, that eventually led to me getting a an Iron Maiden guitar, their signature um, Japanese Strat what? with a mirror pickguard. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know this. Yeah. There's, there's a JB in the neck and two hot rails. And like, oh, it's... Have you mentioned this before? I don't think, I don't think you've yeah, mentioned this I, before. I, I think I might have brought it to practice once. Like little eddies on the top of the headstock. Really? Yeah. It's like mm, a Fender Strat. Yeah. This. Yeah. I don't remember this either. Oh, you yeah. need to bring it to the next practice. Oh, I will. <laughs> see this. I will. Yeah. It's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so we have all been touched by... The maiden. Oh yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I mean that. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, I, 
I mean, that's how that, like I said, that's how I got into rock and metal music in the first place. Yeah, so. it, it's certainly. I, yeah, no one's gonna listen to what I play and say like this guy was influenced by Iron Maiden. I don't have that sound, but it definitely had an effect. Um, it changed things that I did. Yeah. Um, and uh, I believe uh, one of the reasons that I've never played with a double kick is that I I went out. I got I got a double kick pedal. I mean, this was years ago. Years ago, I got the thing, um, and uh, this was actually coincidentally right after i had gotten the um somewhere in time album mm-hmm. and uh the guy that like was my local like drum hero jason uh <laughs> he uh he was like telling me he goes well you know nico doesn't use uh double bass or double kick i'm like he doesn't how does he how does he do that he's like his foot's just really fast i said well, then Kyle does not use a double kick either. <laughs> and I've never yeah. used it. I end up giving it away to someone, I think. Yeah, I felt that way with like a playing the bass with a pick. And I'm like, well, they don't need to. Yeah, it's too <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, no. yeah, but then you actually watch videos and I'm like, you freak of nature. How do you not have carpal tunnel? I, know. I mean, like, it's crazy. But, um, <laughs> and, you know, the, even if they don't have an. In, a direct influence on the playing. I think they have an influence on us as a band. I guess I think they're like one of the first nerd, type, you know, nerd metal bands. And I say that with the most affection because I mean they had like you know they, like Seven Sun was a concept album. Right. They have yeah, these songs yeah. you know based on like you know Flight of Icarus or Alexander the Great and all this kind of yeah, stuff. And, yes. You know, yes. That you know that to me was a kind of an influence on my uh, you know maybe songwriting or just you know the, the way that we do con- that we do concept albums today. Right. No. I I think. Uh, to be honest, I feel like when we were originally talking about Nobody's Hero being a concept album, Power Slave was what came into my mind at, at that point. Mm. I don't know if that was a, I, was Power Slave a concept album. It was loosely. I yeah, mean, it was I mean, you know on the Egyptian mythology. Kind yeah, of thing. I didn't think that it was like specifically like this story, but but I remember I, I listened to it as though it was uh, this journey, and so uh, that was kind of like the thought in the back of my head when we were talking about Nobody's Hero as a, as a concept album, was that same kind of like turning the album into this journey right. rather than just this collection of songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, all right. Um, so that is the, uh, the Iron Maiden, the, the music portion of the show. So we're going to move into the, uh, the pop culture part, which is, this is actually how I got the idea. It was because, uh, Kyle, you had suggested watching this movie called Iron Sky, The Coming Race. The coming race, yeah, yes. and mm-hmm. so you know, so I, I you know, so I watch it. Um, Dan ended up watching it, and actually, that's it's actually the sequel. There's an there's an original Iron Sky, but um, I think Kyle, you and I watched the sequel. Dan ended up watching both movies, right? And um, so, uh, and we have kind of a lot to say about. It. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start by saying that, like, um, my impressions of it was you know, like uh, it, it was the, the acting was actually really good, like especially the lead actress. I thought she was really good. Right. Um, it was surprisingly watchable. I mean, like, I, I didn't have to stop or say, like, oh, this is boring. I'll just come back to it later. But, yeah, right. I was able to sit through mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I did think that it kind of, it kind of um, they didn't quite know what kind of tone they were going for. Like, they didn't, they didn't know whether they wanted to be, like, this ridiculous over-the-top comedy like Kung Fury or they wanted to be something a lot more of a serious action adventure. And so I think they kind of, like, ended up not... You know, and they're trying to please everybody, but they ended up pleasing nobody. Like it was, you know, like they're trying to do one thing or the other, but they couldn't right. really decide on a tone. So to me, it, it was kind of, eh, you know, not neither here nor there in that respect. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I mean, for a, it was apparently like a, um, a completely crowdfunded. Um, it, was a, it was made in Finland, 
And I guess, you know, they, they completely, they crowdfunded the whole thing. I mean, they raised like millions of US dollars to make it completely crowdfunded. And you know, so the, the, cin- the cinematography was, was pretty impressive. I mean, some yeah. of the special effects was like, man, but, you know, uh, for you know, from a co- for a completely independent production like that, it was I th- I thought it was really wow you know, nicely done. Yeah. So I I I rather enjoyed the movie. I mean, I know that like I think it got panned or whatever and didn't do very well as compared to the first one. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, you know, for me, the uh, Kung Fury tone was set very early on. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that 80s kind of uh, over-the-topness kind of thing. Yeah, and, I, I, uh, and of course, I, I think because we saw the, you know, the little Netflix preview, <coughs> they had um, <coughs> where they were riding around on the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's total Kung Fury. It was like Hitler on the back of a T-Rex in space. Yeah. That did it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where did you find this, the original? Was it also on Netflix? Or? I had to go to Amazon Prime to find the, okay. the first one. Okay. Because it was on Netflix. I remember seeing it, but then I always kind of skip. I'm like, oh, Nazis in space. Uh, uh, skip. You right, know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then after you guys mentioned the second one, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, let's... If I can do something in chronological order, I, I will. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to jump into the third movie, like like The Witcher. I don't want to jump into the middle of it. I got to go from the beginning. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, the, the second movie is way more over the top than the first one. The first one had more of a political humor sort of thing. Because, like, <laughs> but it kind of had the same tones as the second movie, just not so slapstickish. You know, like, right. Okay. Like, there's no dinosaurs. Like that kind of thing. So they were trying to be a little bit more of a serious action adventure in the first one, or a little bit, a little bit. I mean, the whole premise is that um, the U.S. goes to the the moon to look for helium three, and they find Nazi base, and and they're all old. They're using all old steampunk technology, and they find this astronaut's cell phone, and it powers their entire base for like two seconds. So they go back to Earth to get more cell phones of all things, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then like. But then, you know, one thing leads to another. But, I mean, it's it's more political in the sense that, like, like all these UFOs show up and the UN meets and like, they're like, who did this? Is it you? Is it you? And then, like, Korea's, like, North Korea's like, yeah, that's me. And the whole room just sit down. You know, they just start laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, this is really political. <laughs> like, like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I, I love that. The, what I loved about the second one was, of course, you know, um, they have a... a you know, all the world leaders are like actually aliens that, you know, and so, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. You, you, you know, so when they're on Earth, you know, you see them as the people. But of course, when they're in whatever uh, up on the base, then they kind of show a little more of their true form. Uh, but you can see like, you know, they all resemble actual existing or prior existing world leaders. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's enough of a parody to where it's not like exact. Uh, and and all this other imagery that they have, like like when they're all meeting, you know, when they have the faraway shot where they're all meeting together, it looks like the freaking replication of the Last Supper. Yeah, yeah, you know? that was awesome. And, and you know, just and it and it, and that's throughout the whole thing. All this like like imagery that is is uh, resembles all these, um, you know, these, I guess, 
worldly recognized scenes sure. from other mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, it's just riddled with that kind of th- oh, stuff. Yeah, so it's it's interesting how they put it all together. And I think that that was like like my wife and I had a, a really fun time just watching it from that perspective mm. and knowing going into it like well it, we just didn't expect anything out of it yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, we we knew right away i'm like oh this looks like kung fury so it's gonna be like just crazy i'm not expecting anything right <laughs> and so it was really easy to watch because we went into it with that you know but i think if we had gone into it like going oh this is gonna be great we probably would have been disappointed. Uh-huh. But we were actually like going into it like, uh, we'll probably get five minutes into this and we'll be done. But we'll check it out. Yeah, because yeah. how can you not check out Hitler riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex? <laughs> right? So anyway, but five minutes into it, we're kind of like, wow, it's actually kind of funny. All right, well, let's keep going. And we just, we enjoyed the whole way through. You yeah. Know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. Yeah, no. Uh, I, is it time for beer? <laughs> I'm, I, it's always it's time. always beer it's time. time for it's beer. Okay, beer so um, uh, so in, in keeping with the iron theme, uh, I went out looking for. Uh, I we we we've actually had Iron Horse uh, a beer by Iron Horse Brewery on the show, the uh, the Irish Death, which was really good, yeah. which is excellent. So I was gonna, you know, that was that was gonna be. If we had to, I was going to get that again because sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, we'll always drink that. Uh, I was trying to see if I could find. Um, another um, uh, beer from them, from that brewery. I didn't have any luck doing that, but I did find another beer that has iron in the name, and I'm gonna go get that. And so you guys talk about whatever. Hmm. Talk about Iron Man. Have you se- like? Have you seen all three Iron Man movies? I've only seen the first. Ah, I knew that. Was, okay, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen all three. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty I've, good. I only saw the first one, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, w- I would have thought, it, well, and I saw Civil War, mm-hmm. which which Iron Man was. Oh, of. that's pretty much an Iron and Man And I movie. enjoyed them. Uh, I, I enjoyed them both. Uh, I also liked um, the original Defenders, mm. uh, which he was in there too. Um, I, I mean, so those three Marvels I've seen, I think I saw, I've seen a couple others. Um, but... I don't know. I am just not driven to see them all, which I find so surprising. Like, growing up, that's all I wanted. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was happy as hell when, you know, you had Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk, and uh, the episode with uh, Thor in oh, it. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, and these were just just horribly done. But, I mean, I mean, at the time, it was great. Uh you know, and and the the uh, uh, Spider Man. I don't know if you ever saw the original Spider Man. Uh, oh, the old cheesy ones. Not the not the cartoons. The actual the live action. Yeah, yeah. Where you could tell that they were filming him, uh, just yeah, like sideways. Yeah, God, it was so hilarious. <laughs> like like that typical Batman crawl right. when they're going up the side of the building. Dude, I loved all that. So here they come out with these movies that are going to be awesome, right? And have everything that you always wanted, and it's like. If if someone's playing them, I I love them. I I love watching them. Um, I think uh, like we saw one of the Spider Mans uh, the last time I was in Spokane, mm-hmm. um, because that was what got thrown on that night or whatever, and I loved it. But yeah, I do not seek them out, and I don't know why. I I guess I'm just I'm happier like if I can like read the comic or something. I I yeah. I don't oh, know. So you can like fill in the blanks like with imagination. I kind guess of stuff I don't know. Like I just 
I think I enjoyed it much more when I was younger. And I and it's not that I don't wa- I don't enjoy watching Marvel movies when they're on. I just don't seem to seek them out. I would have thought that I would have been, you know, like just clamoring to see them all. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we have seen all of them. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. You guys are like freaking you guys are troopers man. yeah no, they're, they're good they're good films i like them i know i it's not like i haven't i i've enjoyed every one i've seen and i don't know why i don't get more into them mm-hmm. you know oh before i forget did you see the post credit scene of iron sky post credit scene i mean i mean a mid okay. credit screen you know like when they're zooming out and all this stuff in the, in the sequel or yeah in, in the sequel when when they're like okay i guess we're going to mars and then the credits start going and like there's that song playing i might have missed it or i might have just been drunk yeah, uh, did you see it? I maybe what what what? Because you know how they, they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna like, maybe my children will be happy on Mars or whatever. So they zoom in, they zoom in, and then like all of a sudden the music changes to like Russian, and then you're flying over there and you see the giant like like uh, like the Russian symbol on Mars. Oh, the hammer oh, and yeah, sickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, okay, I, I, okay. I, I saw that. I, I feel like I feel like I saw that, but uh, <laughs> I was like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> and you see like little like yeah, the Sputnik satellites that. all over the place. Yeah, you know? I I think I saw, but I I think it was just something that I like glanced over. It was Bobby that caught it. She's like, "Oh look, you know." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is uh, well, let's see. This is Iron Rabbit Hazy IPA from Lewitt. Oh wow. God, yes. Yeah. This is perfect. It's a beer with an iron in the name. So I was like, oh, okay, that's that's even more perfect. Is that like an Iron Man bunny episode? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've had this before. Awesome. You know, at, at Lewitt, by the way, for those of you who don't know, is a uh, is a brewery uh, right right here in Vancouver, Washington, right in our in our hometown here. And it was actually started by a couple of guys who I actually used to uh, work with. Uh, we all had the same, like, well, not the same day job, but we worked for the same company. And, uh, you know, they uh, they started this brewery, and they're very successful, and I'm very happy for them because they make freaking awesome beer. They make incredible beer. And uh, we don't... We don't want this to be the only episode that we that features Lewitt beer. We'd like to have more. We'd like to actually maybe, like, have them in for, for an interview or there maybe even go. do something on site. You know, at their brew pub because um, you know they're they're cool guys and they make great beer. Uh, this is just one of them. This is the uh, it's kind of a sessionable IPA. It's like yeah. it's like four point three percent. What? So, oh, yeah. perfect. Those guys so. are total nerds too. Do you ever go there? I've been in their bathroom. Oh yeah, no, it's I know. just like covered in comic books. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, totally. And like you know, of course, I mean the the this is uh, I'm gonna keep these cans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just Dude, for those the cans are amazing. Yeah, they have like great artwork on their cans. And they had the the comic book like when they had to change the name of their uh, their the Shadow Ninja IPA to Shadow Shinobi. They made a comic book out out of the whole situation, which was really cool. Yeah. And so anyway, kampai. Uh, let's go. give this a shot, man. I thought you've had this before. No, no, no. Oh, no. I've I've had Whoa. a lot of their stuff, but I've not had this. This is really good. Yeah. I uh, I have okay. I will say I have specifically not had this. Just because uh, I am not a big fan of the hazy IPAs, mm-hmm. uh, but I like this. Mm-hmm. Like if the other hazy IPAs I've had before were like this, I would have had more. Uh, I haven't. I I think that the examples that I've had were just poor examples. Ah. Uh, but this is really good. Yeah, yeah, no. Totally. But I don't. I just like Lewitt's beers, like in general. Even the stuff that wasn't really like outstanding to me. It was still drinkable, and I liked it. I mm. just didn't like it maybe as much as something else. Mm. Uh, my favorite of theirs so far, though, has been their Excelsior. 
Oh. That was really good. I don't think they're brewing it right now. It wasn't there the last time I was there. Mm-hmm. But man, I would drink this. This is so good. What is yeah. it called again? Iron Rabbit? Iron Rabbit. Dude. And amazing. This is, this is what, four or five, you said? Four or three. Oh, four or three. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, see, you just yeah. this all day long. This, I am like, that is, is my, my new thing, session. Man. I love sessionable IPAs because I can drink. I can drink a lot and I don't get like just just splattered all over the place. Right, yeah. So, yeah, no, so I, I picked up a six pack of this and, you know. It's amazing. This is <laughs> but, uh, really, it's perfect, really It's perfect good. For, uh, for, the, for our iron episode here. Yeah, without a doubt, man. These guys should uh, definitely, this is should definitely be a feather in their cap. Oh, hell yeah. Holy crap. Well, yeah, we definitely have to get those guys on for an episode. That would be a lot of fun. <sighs> and it's gone. Man. Yeah. Well, there's more. So <laughs> yeah. I got a whole six pack this time oh, because yeah. I was, you know, that was what was available. So. These are yeah, this, this is going to be my new session beer. Oh yeah, I know. I just <laughs> definitely. It's hard to find a sessionable IPA. Yeah. You know, last time I was at uh, Lewitt, I dropped off uh, uh, Glorified there. Oh, cool. They have a they have a, a rack of uh, comic books. I guess uh, one of the comic book stores downtown um, loads them up with. Um, free comics so then you know if you go you can go and like hang out drink a beer and read a comic yeah uh and so we threw glorified in there so i don't know if uh it's been getting much much use but i'll be interested to go and see if it's still there if it's gone that's awesome yeah i i I would love for someone to feel that they needed to steal it (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) that's a that's a good compliment (laughs) all right well um if that's uh that's it then i think we'll wrap up this episode it's uh, we're gonna just go go back to drinking this beer. I think. I know, dude. This is fantastic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, this was Second Player Speaks. We are Second Player Score. We're a rock band, a nerd punk band, but we are more than that because we uh we do other stuff. We do this podcast. We do uh, we write comic books, novels, brew beer, all kinds of stuff. All stuff tied to the music. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so check us out, uh, secondplayerscore.com, and uh, listen to us wherever you can find music. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Later. Peace out. You've been listening to the Second Player Speaks podcast with Second Player Score.